0: Board, We are back on a show to be named later, as we are getting very close to football season. We'll use this as a bit of a post-game show podcast for me during football season. We'll get you out some stuff during the week as well. But uh, as we ramp up our football coverage, make sure that you're subscribed on ESPNSyracuse.com to get this podcast, get on the Block On Demand, Orange Nation, the Daniel Baldwin Show, Matt Parks, all of that stuff will come straight to your phone. Uh, but we will use this podcast, we will continue to do this podcast with some thoughts during the week and post-game reaction following SU football games, particularly the home games. Today, I just want to get back in the swing of things with Jacob deGrom and the NL Cy Young. Let's start there. Jacob deGrom is having a season for the ages. Jacob DeGrom is having one of the best seasons a pitcher has ever had. He is incredible. He's got a 1.68 ERA. He's got 225 strikeouts. He's allowing less than a base runner in inning as far as walks and hits plus innings pitched. Whip. He is having an incredible season. And he should be. The 2018 NL Cy Young Award winner. Now, this is the part where I struggle. Because I say he should be the NL Cy Young Award winner. And I worry that there are too many old school voters out there. I worry that there are too many voters who still look at things that don't matter out there. And that would be his 8-8 eight and eight record. That would be his 8-8 eight and eight record put up next to... Max Scherzer, Aaron Nola, and those are really the two main guys. Nobody else really fighting for that NL Cy Young. But Scherzer with 16 wins, Nola with 15 wins, both of them having fantastic seasons in their own right. Cy Young caliber seasons. But neither of them are close to what Jacob deGrom has done this year. And there are going to be people who vote for Arundola or Max Scherzer, and it's going to be hard to argue because, as I said, they're putting up great numbers. But the one rationalization that I think we're going to see and the one rationalization that I really don't want to see and I don't want to hear and I have no interest in even thinking about, that rationalization is going to be wins. Pitcher wins don't matter. Pitcher wins are irrelevant. Pitcher wins are a team stat that have no bearing and show you nothing about what the pitcher actually did. Pitcher wins are a team stat. Jacob deGrom, in a game that started on Tuesday night, ended just now, before I started recording this podcast, threw eight innings and struck out ten batters. And allowed just one run. He did not pick up a win. And not only did he not pick up a win, his team did not win the game. But you can't convince me that's his fault. You can't convince me it is Jacob deGrom's fault the Mets did not win. What more would you like out of your starting pitcher than eight innings of one-run ball striking out 10. What more would you like? What more do you want? Because that's as close to a perfect outing as it gets as far as expectations. I want my starting pitcher to go out there. I probably want him to give me six or seven strong. He goes out and gives you eight. Eight great innings. That's good enough for a win. But instead, because his offense is pathetic, and because his bullpen isn't very good, Jacob deGrom doesn't get a win. Now, he doesn't get a loss, but he doesn't get a win. And to me, when I'm thinking about this award, when I'm voting on this award, I'm not going to penalize a guy because his team's not good. I'm not going to penalize a guy because his offense can't score runs for him. I'm not going to penalize a guy because his team loses even as he goes out and has a fantastic start every five days. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's what this award, what the Cy Young Award, I don't think that's what this should be. The Cy Young Award is who is the best pitcher in baseball? Now, if you're talking about the MVP, that's different. You want to use the the valuable term in MVP and say, hey, this guy helped this guy win? Totally fine. But that's not what the Cy Young Award is. The Cy Young Award is who is the best pitcher. Who is the best pitcher in baseball? And this year, I don't think there's any argument. Jacob deGrom is the best pitcher pitcher in the National League. Now wins are a tricky thing because wins have been a thing as long as baseball has been a thing. And they used to be great. They used to make a whole lot of sense when pitchers were going 8, 9, and ten, 10, 12 innings every single time. When they were pitching complete games nearly every time through the rotation it made a lot of sense. Right? That's when wins and losses made a lot of sense for pitchers. But that's quite honestly not what happens now. Guys don't go complete games. And so giving a pitcher a win because he threw five innings or six innings and his bullpen held on doesn't make much sense to me. You can't convince me that throwing a perfect game and throwing six innings of three-run ball while your offense scored seven are the same thing, but they get measured the same if you go on wins and losses. If I showed you those two stat lines, and I said, which pitcher is having the better game? Which pitcher had the better week, the better day? You would take the guy who threw the perfect game in a heartbeat. So why wouldn't you over the course of a season? Because Jacob deGrom has done the season equivalent of that. Jacob Jacob deGrom has thrown a season-long perfect game. He's thrown that season-long no-hitter where a man reaches on an error and comes around to score, and he loses. Right? That is the perfect analogy for Jacob deGrom's season. Jacob deGrom's season is like Andy Hawkins' no-hitter where he lost 4 nothing, but it's over and over and over and over. Because he's pitching great. He's lights out. But his team is terrible. His team is just awful. And you can't do anything about that. When you're Jacob deGrom, there's nothing you can do about the fact that you play for a terrible team. All you can do is go out and try and do your job. Try and pitch better. Try and strike as many people out as humanly possible. And ultimately, that's what Jacob deGrom has done this year. He has gone out, he has prevented runs, he has struck batters out, and yeah, his team is bad. He's got an 8-8 eight and eight pitching record. His team is only 11-16 and 16 in games that he has started. But it's not his fault that his offense doesn't score runs. It's not his fault that the bullpen can't hold a lead. That is out of Jacob DeGrom's control. And you look at a game like the one on Tuesday night that ended earlier today. The one against the Cubs where he threw eight innings, allowed a run, and and struck out ten. A masterful start. And that game was tied at one heading into the tenth inning before the skies opened up and it had to be suspended. And ultimately the Mets lost. Well, why was that game tied at one? Oh, that's right. Jacob deGrom knocked in the lone run. Now, that's not something that you take into account when you look at the Cy Young. That's not something that you take into account in Cy Young voting, because who cares about his hitting stats when you're looking at the best pitcher? But doesn't that say all you need to know about the 2018 New York Mets? Doesn't that say everything you need to know about the team that Jacob deGrom is playing for? His team is so bad that as he goes out and holds teams on average to 1.68 runs per nine innings, they have lost five more starts than they've won of his. As he goes out and does that, because his offense is so terrible, he ends up as the best offensive production guy. The guy to knock in the lone run in a 1-1 tie in a 2-1 loss. Again, not something you factor in when you're voting for the Cy Young, but it seems like more or less a perfect summation for the Mets this season. The Mets are god-awful, and that shouldn't hurt Jacob deGrom's chances at a Cy Young. That's the bottom line. Pitcher wins are dumb. Let's throw them out. And if this year doesn't convince you of that, I just just can't help you. All right, so that'll do it for us today on a show to be named later. As I mentioned off the top, uh, I'll use this as kind of a post-game show podcast for home games. We'll hear from a couple of guys um, after the game. We'll, we'll get that kind of information to you, um, as well as some thoughts. We'll throw that out. We'll also do it during the week, and I'll, I'll focus this on um, bigger things or, or, or larger sports world topics uh, that we don't really talk about on Orange Nation. We're going to be so focused on Syracuse football, so focused on Syracuse basketball. I'll use this in a different way. I'll use this as uh, an opportunity to get out some NFL thoughts, some NBA thoughts, some baseball thoughts, um, and whatever else is going on that we just don't have time for on Orange Nation. So stick around here on ESPN Syracuse. Check out the other podcasts on the podcast feed, on the iTunes feed. Um, And make sure you're subscribed. You'll get On the Block, On Demand with Brent Axe. You'll get Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and I uh, every day. The Daniel Baldwin Show. Uh, That part is returning next Tuesday uh, to the airwaves, and you'll get that on your iTunes feed as well. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, You'll get that delivered straight to your phone every day. and, And keep an eye out for what we've got coming up next.